Welcome back to Don't Caught a Book Club. My name is Luke. My name is Dan. The new book we are starting today is Sufficiently Advanced Magic by Andrew Rowe. Uh, we have read the first third of it. That is up to chapter 10. Not through chapter 10, up to chapter 10. So we'll be talking about that section today. Pretty excited about it. Um, before we get into it, before we get into it, Luke, we're going to get warmed up. Okay? And we're going to get warmed up. We're going to talk about another magical universe that's different from sufficient, sufficiently advanced magic, but is well known to everyone. And of course, that universe is the Harry Potter universe. Okay? Okay, okay. Let's, let's, say, let's say first, for people that are, that are listening to this as their first episode... Uh, we're going to do a little, a little intro about an unrelated topic. If you want to skip the intro, we've got a little timestamp in the, in the description, but I don't All know right. why you would want to skip it. I don't know why you want to skip it. Luke in Harry Potter, Harry Potter wears glasses, right? Okay. True so far. So I was watching the third Harry Potter movie, uh, last week. And I realized Harry Potter's bones all disappear and they have a special potion he can drink to get his bones to grow back, right? Seems like a pretty miraculous medical procedure for us, mm-hmm. but for wizards, apparently it's not a big deal. Okay, so like they don't have LASIK eye surgery with wizards? Like, it's a pretty big disadvantage to have to wear glasses everywhere. (laughs) And when his glasses break, or there's a scene in one of the books where he gets rain on his glasses and he's like, oh, no, I can't see anything because there's rain on my glasses and has to get a magical (laughs) enchantment on his glasses. But, like, we have LASIK eye surgery. The wizards don't have that? Wow. I Yeah, I have not thought about that before. A very good point. Maybe maybe this is like it's it's difficult to compare, you know, like maybe the the bones regrowing thing is like incredible so far beyond anything that we can do. But for some reason eyes are hard to do magically and just like what we've got going on is better than the magic stuff. You're saying I can see it. You're saying LASIK eye surgery is one of the very few reasons wizards, like, keep us around. It's one of the very few reasons wizards are like, hey, maybe those muggles have something, right? And this is it. Right. But, like, you're telling me you're telling me you can't magically enhance that process in any way? Like, like, okay, here's the thing with wizards. They can still use a laser. There's not like, it's not like they light on fire when they touch science and technology. Like they're not going to touch a cell phone and be like, what is this device? No. Wizards are going to be using cell phones. It's just going to have also magic with it. Now, some people are going to come at me and they're going to be like, well, the Weasley, the dad, Arthur Weasley didn't know what a rubber ducky was for. So maybe the wizards just don't know about this stuff. Come on. This is ridiculous. Okay. They know about stuff like this. It 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 is. What you're forgetting though is um the glasses lobby is very influential in the Harry Potter universe. Alternatively, 
Harry is the only one with glasses. Ooh. Harry loves okay. to be the center of attention. <laughs> you know, he's got that he's got that freaking scar on his head. He is always going off and getting into trouble and causing mischief. He loves to be the center of attention. If he's the only one with glasses, oh, how unique, Harry. Whoa. What a hipster. Okay, that's that's true. I think okay, so I'm almost positive that he's not the only one with glasses. Yeah, I'm bunch, pretty sure he's the but only I, one. But I I will say that maybe the people that do have glasses are more like old school, you know? Mm. They're like they're like, no, I don't buy pre ground coffee. I grind it myself with a mortar and pestle, and I also wear glasses. Yeah, yeah, okay. So they're old-fashioned. They're trying to stay to their true to their roots. Do mm-hmm. it like the pioneers mm-hmm. did it with glasses. And maybe it's like a maybe it's a body shaming thing, right? Like whole, explain this to me. Like you don't have to change yourself if you if you feel good in your own body. That's great, but they're still wearing glasses. <laughs> Like I guess I guess good you don't have to change your body. But I don't know. Here's an alternative. You get a little spell that makes a, a little a little contact lens over your eye. Just a little contact lens. Mm. It's a spell. You can turn it off whenever you want, but it just like changes changes your eye a little bit. I don't I, you know, I don't I just think it's absurd that they don't have LASIK eye surgery in Harry Potter. Come on, guys. <laughs> Come on, guys. Okay. Let's let's finish our warm up. If you guys have any any thoughts on why they might might not be fixing the glasses issue in Harry Potter, let us know. Um, but let's talk sufficiently advanced magic. We we open with our boy Corin Cadence, right? Mm-hmm. To a little alliteration in the name. That's nice. Always a crowd pleaser. Mm-hmm. Uh, going into this tower, and the first thing that I noted is that it seems like this is a pretty dangerous exercise. Incredibly dangerous, yeah. Where you, like, either succeed or die? That seems like the options I don't know to that's... me, too. Yeah. And it seems really casual. It seems really casual for those to be the only two options. Yes, it definitely does seem really casual. However, what did they give us any numbers for how many people are succeeding? I don't think so. So I don't remember a percentage. I don't remember a percentage either of how many people succeed in the judgment. And so maybe it's like 98% succeed. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. sure, mm-hmm. some people are going to die, but most of us are going to get really cool powers. <laughs> right. It's not like I'm going to throw back to a previous book that we've done. It's not like Red Rising where the six, where the survival rate is like, low 30s <laughs> uh okay i could see, i could see that and it it is like he mentions that you have to have a certain amount of money mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to actually take the judgment and i'm assuming that that probably extends to like the training required to pass your judgment right like yes. maybe someone that doesn't have a ton of money if they got a lottery ticket to go into the judgment they probably would have a terrible chance of success because they haven't gone through all this training. But all of these kids, nobles' kids, have been like training for this their entire life. 
I will say, though, like, yes, I think that is true. And I'm sure the training can help you a little bit. But, like, what special training did our boy Corin really use in this? Like, first room he goes into, he's like, okay, there's a bunch of cool items here. Maybe I shouldn't take them because, you know, sometimes the tower does crazy stuff. Ah, I'm going to take them anyway. And nothing happens. You know, he just takes all the stuff. Nothing happens to him, which is what, like, any per- any person would do, right? Like, if you just threw anybody in there, they'd like, okay, yeah, I'm going to take all this stuff. And sure, <laughs> he could, like, look and see the different routes and be like, ooh, I don't want to go that way because I think it's going to be this puzzle. But the puzzles that he did go and it was like, be careful because there's traps everywhere. I feel like that's the only education you need. Like, hey, you're going to go into this tower. The tower will try (laughs) and kill you. Just keep that in mind. Have fun in there. Go nuts. I think, okay, this is an excellent point that I hadn't thought about where basically his training did not do that much, right? Because I mean- he talks about all of this like research that he has done, right? All of these theories that he's gotten, he's gotten in his mind. And like none of them are necessarily true or even have like a strong likelihood of being true, right? Like a lot of them are about the color coding and stuff. And it's like that doesn't seem to be playing a role at all i I think that you're right where just like most of this training that he's gone through was probably nonsense except for maybe like some combat training but like he didn't even use that anyway or he i think he did but he didn't want to exactly yeah i think the only training that benefited him here was like maybe knowledge about the categories of puzzle and his dueling cane Everything else was like, oh, the book told me what to do, pretty much. And, like, don't step on traps. That's, like, that's about it. <laughs> I can I can get that from playing my video games, to be honest. Right, so get we need to get more people going in the tower, I think. But I think it seems to me a little bit like an Ivy League college situation. Where, like, the people going there sure they might like have had to do well on some tests and stuff but like it's really just meant to keep the rich people in power like all these people in the school afterwards that have attunement are like oh yeah he's the retainer of my mother who's a wealthy like a successful person and like i grew up with this kid and like oh yeah we're all cool and everybody in the school seems to be from like a wealthy family so far yeah, except for like one person that we've seen. But right. yes, it seems like class is the main thing here because why would it cost money? There's no expense that I know of other than like hiring a few staff members. Right, to just sit outside is, and be like, did you pass or die? You obviously didn't die, so sign your name here, please. Which is which is insane when you consider the benefits and attunement gives you. Exactly. So like, let's say, let's say, I don't know, uh, 10% of the society is going through these tests. That's a random number. Mm -hmm. I don't know how accurate it is, but let's say. If everyone went through, maybe you get a lower success rate, but like (laughs) so many more people are getting these attunements and they're so useful, I assume. (laughs) Why are you not putting everyone through and just sending the combat guys to the army? 
Maybe you'd stop losing all these wars if you did that, huh? Ever think of that? Idiots. Maybe this is why you keep losing. <laughs> so it's it's got to be it's got to be like entirely a class thing, I would assume. Unless yeah. there's It also seems like they're so focused on military prowess that they're ignoring every other benefit that these attunements could have. <laughs> we okay, we talk about this in like Every book that has some kind of magic in it, where it's like, where are the mundane uses of my magic? <laughs> Give me LASIK eye surgery. It's true. Enchanters? Looking, are you kidding me? They're looking down. Exactly. They're looking down on Corin for being an enchanter. He can make permanently magic items for like, it seems like Give anybody. Give me an iPhone, Corin. <laughs> We're coming back to the iPhone. Yes. But for real, like... <laughs> Corin can like just make a bunch of cool stuff and they're like uh you can't really fight with it so whatever kind of boring <laughs> kind of lame kind of lame yeah yeah i don't interesting interesting strategies they've gotten going on okay i only have a, a couple new or, or a couple more notes of the actual like in tower experience yeah yeah I've, I've got a few in there too yeah okay um i I thought it was cool. I liked that the uh, our our Karis guy, the really powerful dude, seems to know some things that the god doesn't. Right? They get in this little fight, and Karis gets knocked back, and the god's like, "How did you not just crack a rib?" You mean the visage, Says trade right? secret? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, um, little trade secrets that the that the visage doesn't know. I'm into it. Mm-hmm. Might lead to us thinking that the vis- visage. Visage? I was thinking visage. Yeah. This is a word. I don't know why I don't know how to pronounce that. Okay. <laughs> this. <laughs> Which leads me to think that the visages are a little bit less powerful. Not quite like, not quite gods or demigods. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Little thing to keep, little thing to keep an eye on. Yeah. There's definitely some propaganda out there about the visages because Corin is super surprised that our boy didn't die right when he got smacked into that column he was like oh guy's for sure dead well sucks to suck but that's a vision visage so then he gets up and it's like oh hold on should i fight this visage are we are we doing this (laughs) yeah a wild swing uh the other thing they should give corin a lot more confidence is when him and um, oh, I forget the the woman's name Vera Vera or something Vera yeah Vera. Uh, they fight this spire guardian and kind of crush it. Yeah, like they... they go into this fight thinking that the spire guardian is going to be like one of the hardest things in here. It does. It they just kind of kind of pwn it. Yeah, they seem to to just be okay. Like it's a little tricky, but. They work well together. <laughs> Maybe a little future team up. We would love to see that. I I actually kind of have a question about, so when Corin meets these three people, they've, they're like locked up. What? Why? Why? Because it sounds like the tower has no problem murdering children. It sounds like the tower has zero issues with blasting a big hole through somebody's chest regardless of who it is because like people are going into this tower 
who worship the god that the tower is for. And the tower is like, yeah, you're going to fall into a spike pit and die. But like these three people, it's like, I'm going to put them in prison. These these people deserve a trial. What? <laughs> what does that mean? Why Why is there a prison in this like death tower? That doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand right. what's okay, going so on. Okay, what so what it has to mean, what it has to mean is that the the tower or whoever the the goddess i guess wants something from them right because mm. otherwise you're right they would just be dead i would assume that sounds right to me too either that or the tower can't kill them which is another very interesting route but let's say that the tower wants something from them i think that's very that's very interesting what, what are they yeah, i don't i don't have any i don't have any theories yet I mean, Car- I think Karis makes sense. Like, maybe you want some information from him or something. But the other two, I don't know. Who's this unconscious boy? I He's it, very, very confusing. What? It, very intriguing. I mean, I have a feeling like this unconscious boy is like the key, right? I feel like, I feel like there's something, you know, maybe he's the most powerful out of the, all three of them, right? Just like a little a little chosen one thing. Yeah, a little chosen one thing. But but yeah, we can't know. That's that's the tricky part. We don't know what's going on yet. Uh but also, do you think the tower like had the prison cells already at the ready? Or do you think it was like, oh, we gotta make a prison cell? Oh, how do we do that? We've been killing kids for too long. We haven't we haven't really <laughs> figured this this part of it out yet. We're, we're more of a murder factory. Uh, I, it seems like kind of a makeshift thing because it's kind of a shit prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kira's gets out of it pretty quick. Seems like it wasn't even holding him. (laughs) It wasn't even holding him. Uh, and the people can just find the keys to it. Like the key, all of the keys work on these doors. That's a terrible (laughs) prison door. If that's a terrible lock, if all keys work on it. Yeah, yeah, it's not really a lock at that point, is it? Which which makes you got to think that the whoever's in charge here wanted wanted Corin to free them. Ooh. Ooh. What if okay, because the visage that they ran into was not the visage that is normally in the tower, right? It was like a foreign that's, visage. That's right. Maybe that's what locked up our our three buddies and the tower was trying to get them out so they could do a little you know take back the tower kind of situation i could see it although the book keep an eye on that the book seemed to be pretty against them getting out yeah which i don't it's hard to know who to trust right it is it is like the book seemed Um. cool (laughs) the book did seem okay let's let's we've got we've got too many questions i think that we can that we cannot answer mm. yet. So let's let's move on a little bit. I I am curious about the selection of an attunement for people. Like, is it not luck? Does it depend on how you conduct yourself in the tower? Do you have any thoughts? I have no idea. I was kind of assuming that the like thing that. Corin was going to have to pay for was the fact that his attunement wasn't what he wanted because the book mentioned that like 
he and Corrin were going to pay for what happened because apparently what happened wasn't mm-hmm. cool. And I was kind of assuming that that was in the, it was because like that was what caused him to get the attunement that he got was he's like kind okay. of paying for letting those people out. Cause like yeah. what's, what's he enchanting in there? I don't know. It doesn't seem like that really fit. He did a lot of fighting. Okay, that's yeah. Maybe maybe this is kind of like the the Harry Potter sorting hat situation, where it's like you can ask for it, you know. Ooh. Well, I mean, Corin didn't really ever want to fight, right? So like the right. the shame about his attunement is all external, right? He's never mm-hmm. been like, oh man. I'm bummed about this attunement. He's always just been like, man, everyone's going to talk shit to me now because of my attunement. Right. This does seem like a very, a very corn attunement. I'm into it. I mean, I don't know. I don't know him super well, but. Not yet. Not yet, Luke. But okay. We do learn something very interesting about Corin that I want to talk about, though. What kind of a person waits to find out what their attunement is? Corin gets this attunement and it's like I gotta run runs out of the the tower the first person he sees is like oh oh hello hmm bummer well okay go over there and you know sign up for your classes and stuff and Corin's like oh he said that because of my attunement wonder what it is well better go talk to that person over there and start signing up for stuff what are you doing this is like a life-changing event and you're like, eh, I'll find out okay. when I find out. Okay, uh, when you first said that, yes, I agreed. But I've got a little bit of a counterpoint. And I think it's because of the way that the first guy talked to him. When the first guy's like, don't let anyone give you shit about this attunement. I feel like that might dampen my excitement a little bit <laughs> and make me want to put off that that discovery. Yeah, but like... <laughs> How bad could it be, right? <laughs> it's not like you've got the stanky farts attunement where you're like, oh man, that is kind of lame. No, this is like your cool magic powers you're going to have for the rest of your life. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, that's okay. That's fair. I, I, I rescind that. Yeah, you're, you're right. You totally go like first thing. Also, like being an enchanter would be great. I, speaking as someone who is like, never really been in a fight i'm picking enchanter out of these i don't want to be in the fights yeah okay okay granted that's that's me and i don't have the same goals as corin but that's true but it's also like imagine okay Ooh. maybe enchanter is perfect for corin Maybe the tower, okay, before Corrin ever went into the tower, he's like, most people don't bring shit into the tower. You're not allowed to bring weapons, so they go in with their tunic and whatever. I am bringing a backpack full of grappling hooks and note-taking materials, candles, all kinds of stuff, because I'm going to be prepared. And the tower... From the moment that Corin walks in, the tower is like, oh, Enchanter. For sure, this guy's going to love it. Mm-hmm. He's going to fill mm-hmm. that backpack with the coolest stuff in like a year. Yeah, Enchanter for sure. We'll throw in some weird puzzles along the way, whatever. We have to. It's like what we do. 
But at the end of the day, he's getting Enchanter because this guy likes to be prepared. I, th- I think that's true. Enchanter just fits him too well, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't don't let don't let society get you down, Corin. You can be whatever you want. Yeah. Look at Kyrus. It seems like he's doing whatever. <laughs> he's doing all the things. Um, okay. Do you want? Are you ready to move on to to school? Let's talk about school. Okay. The I have I have two quick ones. One, um, I think it's kind of funny how detailed, like of Corin's little preparations we get. It's like. I I think I'm into it, but it's also very unnecessary. Like, I don't necessarily need to hear hear about the trail mix that he's buying for his room in case he can't make it to a meal. It's the cheapest he can but find. But I'm glad that I know that. It's the cheapest he can find, Luke. <laughs> and then um, the next note that I have that you may also have. I think I do. Curried chicken or salmon for breakfast? What? Those are the options for breakfast? <laughs> Is okay. The salmon, I think, kind of makes sense. Is it is it curried though? This is the one thing I couldn't figure out. If it's just like steamed salmon, that to me almost is breakfast. Like like lux on a bagel. Exactly, kind of thing? exactly. But like curried chicken, unless they're serving it all day, and it's just like yeah, this is just the meal for the day. You're getting it early. You can have the salmon at night. Or you can have the curry chicken again if it was that good. But like for breakfast, imagine the breath for the rest of the day. <laughs> You've got to be brushing your teeth after breakfast here. Or at least bring around a little mouthwash. You've got to. Because otherwise, in your in your like magic theory class, you know, everybody knows who had the curry chicken in the morning. Because it's like this guy. <laughs> Here's the thing. Did, did you catch that this is, this is good for your theory that it's like, that's the menu for the day. Um, did you catch the third option? I don't remember the third option. It was a freaking cinnamon roll. I mean, it had a different name, but like that one was the breakfast one. You go <laughs> cinnamon roll. You're saying Corin just like chose completely wrong. You're saying the menu for the day was laid out and Corin went, oh, the curry chicken's on the menu. Yeah, I'll have the curry chicken. And the person behind the counter is like, what? As they're standing in front of a tray of cinnamon rolls. <laughs> and they're like about to put one on Corin's plate. And he's like, oh, yeah, the curry chicken sounds great. And they're like, <laughs> I guess we could pull that out and heat that up for you right now. But that's part of the dinner menu. Yeah, <laughs> it was um, it's- it was strange. I mean, I don't remember what Sarah got. Uh, I don't remember either. I was assuming everybody got the curry chicken. I think they both got the curry chicken. Maybe both went the curry chicken. Yeah. Okay. That's wild. Interesting. It, maybe it's just I don't know. Maybe I'm too. Maybe I'm too into our current breakfast, lunch, dinner system. You're saying maybe we Is need that? to break the mold and eat curry for. But I'm okay. Here's the problem with having curry for breakfast. I'm not cooking curry for two hours for breakfast. Mm-hmm. That's absurd. Mm-hmm. Sure. No. Never ever no so like in my current life i'm not gonna do curry chicken for breakfast sorry it's not gonna happen and i I think that's why this is a fantasy book luke that's the main reason this is the main reason the thing i thought you were gonna say but you didn't do they have a six-day week oh i didn't count the days so at one point i just assumed that it counted up to seven at one point corin's talking about his schedule 
he's like on Thursday, I've got these two classes. Uh, Words day, I've got these classes, and he he lists all the days of the week. I only counted six. Now, unless mm-hmm. we haven't heard the name of one of the days of the week yet, and maybe you know maybe Saturday they don't have any classes and Corin hasn't mentioned it yet, fine. But unless unless they like if if they have mentioned all the days of the week so far we've only got six that threw me off a lot actually (laughs) i'm cool with the magic and stuff what does a six day week feel like i don't know what that feels like interesting can we switch to a switch day six day week do you still get two days off i would like a i would like a four two what does that feel like to work a four two luke I don't even know. Because it's basically like working a 3-3. Because Friday is like, come on. Friday doesn't really count. Nobody's really working on Friday. Right. Obviously not. Um, I just... I don't know. I'm into it. I just feel like we're, we were, we're working with a six-day week. And then I wonder, do all of the nations have a six-day week? Because there's a bunch of nations that all fight amongst each other. Is it just like willy-nilly free-for-all on how many days you have in your week? That's insane. It's because arbi- it's okay, because it's completely arbitrary, right? Oh yeah, yeah. It's completely arbitrary. Maybe if you go work in Edrius or Eadress or whatever that one is called that kicks ass apparently. <laughs> if you go work there, it's like a 12-day week. Tough. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. Maybe you're working twelve twelve. Um, that's th- th- okay. That leads me to the to actually question everything about our world. Why why do all the countries have the same? Do they? Yeah, they do. I I mean, I guess it makes sense, but it's just kind of like I don't know. I think it's right. I think it's just right and pure and good, and nobody, nothing, anybody can say will change my mind. Seven is the right one. <laughs> Seven is the right amount of days. Okay. Um, okay. But but I want to go back to the school. Let's talk back about the school. Does every school need a spider division? This sounds incredible. Like if when I was going to college at the beginning, day one commencement, they're like, hey, everybody, welcome to college. Uh, we've, you know, split you up into your dorms and you've got all your classes. Just know... About 10% of the student body are spies. I'm not going to tell you what they're spying for or what they're doing. Just enjoy that and have fun. And if you find one of the spies, big props to you. We'll give you, uh, we'll give you five extra credits at the end of the semester. <laughs> okay, here's the thing, though. Because you would have to kind of like revolutionize our system. Because if you wanted to work within our system of let's say college um it would have to be like okay you guys are the chemistry majors (laughs) but just so you know there's a couple people in here that are actually english majors if you can figure out who that is you're getting a 4.0 like that's how it would work in our current system because we don't have the houses the hogwarts thing No, no 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 i don't think that's how it would work i don't think that's how it would work because they said at the beginning the attunement doesn't matter 
attunement doesn't determine who's in the spider division. So it'd be like all you chemistry majors, there are two chemistry majors who are spying for the English department, who are giving your secrets away <laughs> to the English department. <laughs> but what does that mean? This is an outstanding question, Luke. I don't know yet. Okay, I don't know either, but I think you're I think you're onto something where that this should be a thing, right? This should be a little like campus recreation, a little tradition. Uh, it sounds so fun. Thing that goes on. We'll figure it out. Someone's got to figure it out. Listener, if you've got if you've got an idea, Dan and I would love to hear it. Um, send us your ideas on how we can get our own spider divisions. Tweet at us mm-hmm. at DC at a BC. Uh, email dcbc at don'tcallitabookclub.com um, or I, or go to our subreddit. Comment on our comment on the post that we're going to make for this. Uh, we've also got our a, don't call it a book We've club. also got a Facebook page. So just also got. A, I always forget about Facebook. Let us know how you you would implement this spider division because we we gotta know. It sounds so great. Mm-hmm. And then ooh, it does sound great. Okay, Luke, we're gonna get off on a little bit of a tangent here. Would you want to be in the spider division or like not in the spider division? Because this is okay. Well, how I see this question is is the same as if you're playing mafia. You've played mafia, right? With the like, mm-hmm. if you're playing mafia, and whether or not you want to be in the mafia or whether you definitely don't want to be in the mafia. And every time I play mafia, yeah, I want to be in the mafia. That sounds so fun. I'm in the spider division. Okay. Get me in there. Uh, Okay. 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 I think the spider division would be much more fun. However, like probably a lot more work. (laughs) That's so true. Like if you're there just to like learn, get your degree and get out, you don't want to be spider division because it's like now I have to do some freaking spying and I don't like really care. That would be tough. Although if you can put it on your resume later and it actually like is a good thing, maybe maybe then a little honor society. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, right. And then maybe too, it, it kind of makes up for the fact that your coursework wasn't nearly as good as it could have been right mm-hmm. then you can be like well the reason i got a c in calculus was because i was busy transferring state secrets for the spider division <laughs> or maybe spider division just gets an extra like 0.5 on their gpa but it would be so easy to figure out who is in spider division because you just like hey what'd you get on that test last week oh 71 hmm pretty worried then huh oh you're not worried at all <laughs> Oh, okay. You're probably spider division then. That's true. Oh, you that's didn't true. you didn't prepare for this presentation at all, and you got hammered the night before. Oh, that sounds like a <laughs> spider division kind of thing to do. Classic spider division or fraternity move. Which one? I'm not sure. And <laughs> we'll never know. We'll never know, Luke. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna move us on. Still at the school, but. Um, so this, this professor that we hear about on like Korn's first day of class, mm-hmm. that lit, yeah, lit a lake on fire and it's like really impressive. For one thing, I don't fully know what that means, <laughs> but another thing is that I don't think Melt Lake is a good name Bad for you. Bad name. I think it's a poor name. I didn't think of any alternatives, but I was just like, that's not a good one for this. Like, Am I wrong? Firewater is pretty good. Maybe that's not very good. I don't love firewater. All right, you're right <laughs> though. You're right though. Melt Lake is terrible for her, but you don't really get to choose your cool name, right? 
you don't really get to choose yeah. the cool nickname people call you because you lit a lake on fire, right? I, okay, but it's not a nickname. She introduces herself as Professor Meltlake, which means <laughs> that she changed her name to Meltlake, which is both not creative and a little uh, a little narcissistic. Yeah, that's true. Flame Wave? What about Flame Wave? Ooh. Flame Wave's good. Like, hey, I'm Professor Flame Wave. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because like... How come she's the only one that gets to change her name? All the other ones are like Professor Taft. I think it's just because she's cool enough to be an asshole. Like, they're all kind okay. of assholes so far, but she can actually back it up with something cool. Mm-hmm. Like, the rest of them, we haven't seen them do anything that's that cool yet. But apparently this person set a whole lake on fire. Yeah, but I don't know why that's so cool. Come on. I don't get it. <laughs> like, there's just a lot of fire, I guess. It's a lot of fire, Luke. It's a lot. How big's the lake? And this is so. an important question. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure the like lake... Lake Michigan? The lake gets... That's impressive. The lake gets bigger every time she tells the story, so it was probably a puddle, if we're being honest. It was probably more of a puddle. Yeah. Okay. Luke, I I'm kind of wonder about the, the, the realism of this world a little bit, because it sounds like when, in order to get your attunement, this cool power that allows you to do a cool, a bunch of, like, cool stuff in the world, you have to, like, fill out a lot of paperwork... And, like, you have an obligation to the state for a while. I just, don't you feel like this would have a chilling effect on people wanting to to get attunements? You know, like, people would say, like, ah, it's not even really worth it to start the, the journey of getting an attunement if I have to pay taxes and fill out forms and stuff like that. Uh, sure, sure, sure. I, I just feel like it's kind of unrealistic, you know? You don't think that people would want to spend like four years of their life in order to have like much, much higher chances of success later in life? No, no, I don't think so. It seems unrealistic. And like the paperwork. Did you did you see all the paperwork that they have to fill out? Oh, I there did seem to be a decent amount of paperwork. I think that's limiting the number of people who are even trying for it, you know? I like genuinely don't know what you're what you're doing. We might cut this, but it's just like uh, a lot of people argue that like if taxes are too high, rich people won't make businesses. But I don't I don't know if the connection was cl- quite as clear cut as we would have wanted it. Yeah, to be. it might not be. I'll let you make the make the call on that one. I like it though. I like it. Um, <laughs> You know what's, um, like, one of my favorite things about this book so far? Mm, what is that? Just our guy, Patrick, oh, is an is just a delight. You like Patrick. He's, he's just so positive, mm-hmm. brings a great attitude. I think, I think he's going to be important, not necessarily for his, like, intellectual contributions necessarily, but just as the glue that holds our group together, right? He does feel like a little Ron Weasley. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. first off, were you surprised when Teft 
was talking about people who joined in on the fight and he was like okay so roland and sarah or sira they fought me so they get 10 points and then patrick jumped in 15 points patrick <laughs> i meanwhile i'm over here like patrick what the fuck are you doing <laughs> like wh- why i get that he's your buddy but like he's probably gonna be either fine or get destroyed right now i that's just pa- that's just our guy patrick you know huge that's risk. why that's why that's why we love patrick but he doesn't even know if corin likes him anymore and corin himself is like oh i don't really want to talk to patrick i'd love to not maybe talk to maybe patrick. it's like maybe patrick is like i really liked corin and i'm worried that our friendship is gonna go away and this is how i'm gonna make it up he sees his opportunity yeah takes it you know what that's a good move then on patrick and i respect the hustle then on patrick Ooh, we are worried that patrick is a spider though that's a that's a spider move just because he's like kind of uh he's too he's too genuine maybe yeah, he's too genuine. I mean, obviously, one of the people in Corin's little group has got to be a spider, right? No question. Got to be a spider. And I just think it's got to be, like, that's the reason Patrick did it. That's the reason Patrick jumped in. He's like, he was like, this will get me in. And, like, they'll trust Ooh. me for sure. Gain some trust. I could see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well played, Patrick. Proud of you, Patrick. Okay, that's our call. That's our call. Patrick's a spider. I, okay, we've talked about the spiders a good amount, but I I actually have a theory about the spiders. So, Corin mentions at the beginning, maybe the spiders don't exist, and this is all just like a big joke that the they're trying to play on us. I don't think that's true. That's not my theory. I think the spiders exist, but we don't really understand what the spiders are doing right now. We're like, what secrets do these kids know in their classes that they're going to have to keep? from other people what what information are the spiders giving out aside from like did you know corin had chicken curry for breakfast it's like yeah we all <laughs> smell this breath we all know so i think that all of this business with the voice of the tower is literally just part of this spider game and corin thinks he's in like on this cool conspiracy and stuff but it's literally just a way of giving the spiders a secret to try and uncover. Because, <laughs> like, what else are the spiders doing? That would be incredibly elaborate. Um, I'm into it. I'm very, I'm very into that idea. I don't know if I, I don't know if I think that it's likely, but I hope it's true. I'll say that. Okay, I just. It seems like it fits. It seems like it fits with this whole, like, you know, the tower is kind of in on a lot of stuff. And there's, all like, alternative solutions to things. And this whole deal with the prisoners seems like it could all be fake, right? Like, this whole thing could be a, a play on, on the tower's part to just mess with some kid. And, like... I f- it feels good. There's a secret, right? <laughs> Corin has a secret. And like, that's Okay, so so maybe do you think that there's like maybe someone in each division that has this and the spider's job 
the spiders in each division, his job is to find out this story. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And they're doing all this other stuff to make it seem real, right? Like they have all of the like harpies come around, the gargoyles fly around and they're like, "Uh oh, who are they looking for? Who are they looking for? And Corn is like, oh, no. <laughs> and it's all that a- would be. That would be really funny because it would mean that Corin isn't really the main character, right? Because if that's the case, the main people that they're training are the spiders. Exactly. <laughs> I like and it. And maybe we're going to get a perspective flip. And it's going to be like, oh, Jin, okay. the spider who has been trying to find out this story and doing a great job of it, by the way. Uh, Jin's too obvious, though. Although he has been doing a fantastic job. He's that's the case. crushing it right now. Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, think if I'm Corin and I'm at the school where they're like, hey, there's some people in your division that are going to try and find secrets from you. And you're like, yeah, but Jin asked me if I was a spider early on, so it can't be him. <laughs> Come on. Also, Jin, like, breaks into that place to get the crystal. Co- uh, That's a spy. I'm sorry, that's a spy. <laughs> what are you doing? Or like, or 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 that's to to continue your little theory. Um, that's just like the resources the spiders get, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's like playing a little joke on on Corin. He's like, "Hey, give me your clothes a little bit." <laughs> this would be this would be a tough a tough hit on Corin later when he realizes that he has been. Just absolutely taken. Can you imagine his whole world crumbles because he's like, oh, all that stuff in the tower was just part of this game and and I'm not really that specialized and I kind of just blew it up. Yeah. Oh, snap. Because right now we're feeling very special. Right now we're feeling good about our place in the world, right? Pretty important corn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd be tough for that to be taken away. <laughs> Big hit for him i probably <laughs> and i will i i okay the other thing that i really like about this is that everyone takes themselves way too seriously <laughs> yeah absolutely which i get like i guess the things like are really sister high profile and risky well them the professor him and jen they're like talking about all the things why they don't trust everybody and all these little like schemes. And it's like, just relax. And I, I get it. I get that there's like life and death stuff going on. Um, but the paranoia makes you guys seem like you're taking yourself a little too seriously. So I would like it. I would like it if this all thing was just a joke and the, like the professors and like Jen are just playing it up. And at the end, like, at the end of the book, when when Jin's like, hey, just so you know, I was a spider, and you really need to lighten up, dude. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, you were kind of right to suspect everyone from the beginning, but where did it get you? Maybe chill, okay? Yeah, yeah, chill about that. I mean, he, okay, I will say Corin has great banter. He does have a great banter, and it's getting better as he's, like, deciding people are worth talking to. Uh, which is like, come on, man. I I get you were like busy working with your dueling cane, but I mean, couldn't have been all day, right? But yeah, I get that. 
and and I like to see the banter improve over time. So I'm I'm hoping we get some some witty jokes back and forth. We've gotten I think sort of a couple between him and his half sister, but mm-hmm. but I definitely want to see a little bit more of that because you know he just lo- loosen up a little bit, okay? Yeah, yeah, totally agree. I think I think I think he and Jin are gonna gonna uh, loosen each other up. <laughs> It's a great choice of words. I feel it. I feel a little bit of sexual tension between him and Jen. I think there actually could be. We'll see. But yeah, I mean, all all options are on the table right now. Yeah. Ooh. Except, didn't he run into that girl? Yeah, I don't. We don't. So we don't quite know what that's about yet. We don't. But I mean, it seems like they have some kind of a history, right? It it does it does maybe a little like childhood romantic. Yeah, that's what it feels a, an like. An awkward to me. an awkward middle school girlfriend boyfriend thing. Yeah, that's what it feels like to me. Maybe they like dated f- in middle school but never actually talked. Oh, other than feel that, Corin. Ooh, <laughs> it lasted for like a week and then uh, she broke up with him over Skype. Yeah. Oh, been there. Dude, how is there a gun? <laughs> um, Can we talk about... Okay, what, what, do, you, what do you mean? What do you Jin mean? comes in with a gun, and the teacher's like, Whoa, I didn't expect you to bring a gun in here. Are you kidding me? I've got magic, but that's a gun. I this Okay, I this is... We're going to keep bringing up Harry Potter, I guess. Because this is another thing where it's like, Why don't you guys just use guns? <laughs> Like, if we're using these dueling canes that people can dodge the little magic thing, like, and there are guns, what are we doing? Uh, yeah, I don't... Like, uh, magically empower your gun. <laughs> what? Why are you doing a dueling cane? Put a bayonet on a rifle. This is such a good point. The dueling canes are garbage compared... Unless, like... <laughs> No, this is totally right. What do we... The teacher freaks out and when he's got a gun. A gun is a big deal. <laughs> here's what we're gonna. Here's what what's gonna happen. No one has the creativeness, right? But we've got Corin, new enchanter. Oh snap! We've got Jin, who's got this gun that for some reason no one else is on board with. We're gonna get something going on here. You're saying there's like going to be a Smith and Wesson partnership where they're just going to start churning out firearms for these kids to play with. <laughs> Very problematic, yeah. It's going to like really destroy the country. But they're going to look so cool. No, this is a good point though. Um unless like their shields are just way better against physical projectiles. I don't know. Okay, that could be true, but it sounds like when Jin like fired the gun, the professor was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Okay, I'll do whatever you want. You want me to leave? Okay, all right, I'll do it. Calm, put the gun down, man." Yeah. And so it seems like she was one legitimately scared of the gun, and two, she didn't expect him to have a gun. She was like, "Yeah, my my silence ward would have worked if you hadn't fired that gun." here's okay Corin now has this thing where he's like really needs to find a way to protect himself 
Get a gun. Get a gun. <laughs> well, hi, Corin. Welcome to the United States of America, where the response to that, in every, in almost every case, is get a gun. A big gun. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just can't believe there's a gun. I, I kind of really like it, honestly. I kind of love that there's a gun in this magical universe. I, yeah, I'm very interested to see if guns are like just fade away in the story or whether they're like become a larger component like we find out that all these wars that are being fought like the dueling canes are all bs nobody uses the dueling canes those are for children all these wars are being fought with like tanks and guns and grenades and the kids just haven't learned about that yet and Jin's like i've seen the world (laughs) this is a gun your life's going to yeah. depend on a gun one day, not this magic. And then he takes a drag on a cigarette. Pretty pretty intense. <sighs> I'm here for it, though. I'm so excited to see how guns change Very the world. Very here for it. Um, kind of, okay, this is my last note. There's, there's a lot of things that we don't really hear about. Like, they're on this continent, and, like, they have no idea if other, what's going on outside of their continent. Mm-hmm. And the the visages are just like, yeah, it's pretty shitty out there. Uh, there's a really mean guy. Don't go out there. Don't go over there. It's garbage. And no one no one is even questioning that. Like it seems like we're about to start, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like everybody's super brainwashed though. Mm-hmm. Where the visages and the gods and goddesses are just like the law because i mean it sounds like they're they are way more powerful than most people but like if one of them told me not to go over there i'm not gonna do it (laughs) even if i'm so curious even if i'm like ooh, but what if i just took a quick peek there's no way sorry i'll I'll take your magic powers please but i'm i'm not gonna go look over there I, I think that okay this is what this is my theory that this is true of like the noble class mm-hmm. the noble class has been brainwashed but the people below that that aren't getting their attunements are like I freaking hate <laughs> the visages I want to go I want to go to Europe see what's going on there I've got an Instagram profile that I'm trying to up, okay? I'm trying to get some clout. I'm going to Europe. I don't care what you say, Visage. I've got to think that's happening. I think so, too. And, okay, if I'm working... Okay, this has got to be what people who don't have attunements are doing, is they're just traveling, right? Because if I'm working in a freaking factory making guns, and there's somebody over here with an enchantment attunement, that allows them to like make a robot to do it or like somebody with a summoner attunement that it makes her like sign a contract with a monster to like build guns all day. What is my job even worth? I don't have a job at that point because a monster will do it for like bones or something and I need money. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm traveling. I'm seeing I'm out of here. I'm going to go see the world. You don't need me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think that's true. 
I'm not fighting in the military because everybody's got like a lightsaber and force powers. I, I'm nothing. I'm not going to fight in the military. I'm out. Yeah, for sure. I had no notes. I have no notes on that one. I mean. So, so what we're saying is the Instagram of this world has got to be huge. Got to be huge. No one, no, the nobles, the nobles are the boomers of this, of this world. Yeah, this is so true. They're just not, not with it. Oh boy, Luke. I'm, I'm excited to see, to see Corin start upping his social media game. You know, make, maybe he's going to make some more friends. Maybe he gets that list up to Mm -hmm. more than you can count on one hand of people that he's friends with. That'd be exciting. Uh, Maybe he just dies. Could happen. It sounds like he's gotten pretty close. Uh, and then maybe we get to see what Jin's about. Ooh, that would be kind of interesting. But uh, That would be interesting. I mean, either way, we're going to read the next third of the book, and we'll be back next week with some hot takes. It's still acting like dumb nerds. Yeah.